My name is Christine Gordon. Welcome back to the Readings Podcast. Uh, today I'm lucky enough to be here with the drop dead, gorgeous, sassy, and smart Ruby Wax, author, amongst many other things, of a mindfulness guide for the frazzled. Welcome to Melbourne, Thank Ruby. You. Thanks. I am not exaggerating when I say you are, without doubt, the most famous person I've ever spoken with. You know, that might be true. It is true. It actually is true. Yeah, it actually I could is ask true. you the other people, but I wouldn't have heard of them. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> so. Let me tell you a little bit about Ruby. She arrived in Britain from the United States in the 1977. I should say, Ruby, that you should jump in at any point if I've... If you get something wrong, well, yeah, you I think I, I think yeah, yeah. that's right. She began her acting career with the Royal Shakespeare Company. She went on to write and perform on her own... Hugely popular. That's huge. correct. That's yeah, correct, isn't it? Was it? Huge. Yeah, yeah. Television programs and was the script editor on all series of Absolutely Fabulous. Since then, Ruby has campaigned tirelessly to raise awareness about mental health issues, including speaking at Downing Street to raise money for the neuroscience research. In 2013, she obtained a master's degree in mindfulness-based cognitive therapy from Oxford University. From the Kellogg's College? Yeah, it's, yep. yeah, it's a master's one. Yeah, yeah, that sounds incredible. We can talk about that a little bit more, actually. Uh, to increase her understanding of the brain, and she used this knowledge as the basis for her other book, Say New World, uh, which became a Sunday Times bestseller. You are now known, and I'm not sure how you feel about this title, but it seems to be everywhere, as the poster girl for oh, mental no, illness. I, I made that as a joke. Have you? Oh, good. Thank yeah, God. Nobody ever so said odd. that. The sh- uh, and this show, Frazzle, I'm sorry, I'm doing a show here Yeah, too. she's doing a show during yeah. the comedy festival. Uh, for four days. Now, starting tonight. Okay, so um, I, I, that my show about mental illness, which was three shows back, was my opener was, I'm a, me- <laughs> I'm a poster girl for mental illness. And it was, it happened because I'm, I, this is not this show. Comic Relief asked me to put, if they could use my face, for a mental health um, campaign, and I thought it was going to be like stamp size, but they put giant posters of me all over the all over the tube stations that said one in four people have mental illness, one in five <laughs> people have dandruff. I have both, so I was mortified, and I, so I wrote a show and pretended it was my publicity poster, and then it toured mental institutions first, and they loved it. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think they did. They I remember seeing a TV a lot, show. But it, they were clapping when I finished too. And then, <laughs> and I said the bipolars used to say, I laughed, I cried. <laughs> and then the show toured real theaters. Uh, and, and then two shows later, the book, now the book is called Frazzled and the show's Frazzled. And that's nothing to do with mental illness. It's the state of humanity. Yeah, it is actually, isn't it? Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about that. But I also want to just... Mention to all of our listeners, this is true, isn't it, Ruby? You've met the Queen. I didn't meet the. Well, you didn't I met meet her, the Queen. No, I met her a long time ago. Oh, but you didn't meet her when you when you got when you achieved your your uh, the special honours the, the OBE. Yeah, I don't. 
what is it? Order yeah. of the British. Order of the British Empire? Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> I'm an American, and I, I don't have a British passport. So I'm not but allowed you, to get it from the Queen. I get oh. it from the Lord Lieutenant. And I didn't have to go to the palace for the, those of us that are American. Ah. Oh. Um, you could choose where you're most comfortable to oh, be ordained. So they came to your house? No, I chose oh. the Priory, which is a mental institution, <laughs> and I invited all my friends. And there was a big debate whether the guy could bring his sword in or not. <laughs> and? He did. There it was. Yeah, there it was. And uh, they'd never so had So useful ha- now, a sword. Yes, especially in a mental institution. <laughs> so they, this is the first time that ever happened, but they let me do it. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. It's fantastic. So your book, A Mindfulness Guide to the Frazzled, deals with what you think is the modern day kind of condition of humanity, that we're all frazzled, that we're all a little bit kooky at this point. We're all got too much on our minds. Well, it, it, it's, I didn't write it because I thought one day let's find something. <laughs> the rate of burnout is, I don't have to give you the statistics, it's yeah, high. It's very high. And, no, and now, and I, actually nobody ever died of stress before this time. So that's something that you do mention in your book, actually, that, you know, it's, even 60 years ago, there wasn't the sense of people... You Not know. enough, I wasn't good enough. You know, as I say, we only were supposed to know when our neighbours are up to. Like yeah. if the woman next door to me is having sex next with the man next door to her, I have to know that. But four doors down, it wasn't my business. And now I have to know what's happening 20,000 miles away. And when that um, disaster is over, because we're creatures of addiction, I have to bump it up again and find something even worse. Do you think we're insatiable. We actually are, aren't we? We're insatiable. If you open a store all night, we're going all night. We don't shut it down. They have to shut it down. It's so disturbing. I find it incredibly disturbing. Do you, so do, would you say that everybody has some sort of addiction in a way? Oh, that's interesting. Would, would, is, that, is that too big a comment? No, no. Think? I mean, uh, I'm just reading a book because I'm writing my next book about um, that there's never been behavioral addiction. There's been, a, you know, a substance addiction, but that's... the new one is um, the fact, you know, nobody can write one email because I know I'm up at four in the morning. My yeah. fingers are having an orgy, but I'm sleeping. I know. So it's behavioral now. And the and the nature of addiction is, it's, again, like stress. We're supposed to be addicted. That's what makes yeah. us move forward. But it's when it makes you, un, it, when it takes up your life, then it's unhealthy. It is unhealthy. So do we think that we're all now trying because we're all have got different types of addictions, like this behavioural sort of addiction that's going on because of social media, because of email, because of the internet, uh, because of the lives that we're all leading now where everything's 24-7, that this is why something uh, like mindfulness as a movement has come into, come into our beings, actually, mm. because all we're saying is stop. That's all you're saying now, isn't it? Really, just well, stop I'm not for five it. minutes. I was interested. It, it, if you could stop, if you could just have one cigarette, then everybody would. Yeah. But certain features, as human beings, like paying attention, we can't pay attention. A because we're in a state of distraction, and B humans don't really focus on anything more than one point two seconds. Yeah. So if you want to start focusing, you it's a muscle. It's just yeah. like you're not going to be born with a six-pack. So you have to, and if people say, well, what's so important about paying attention or being present? I say, well, why are you sp- spending so much money trying to get there? Yeah. Um, That's very interesting. I read this article the other day actually about the average time that people look at art. They travel all over the world to go to art galleries and the average time that they will look at a painting is three seconds. Mm. 
That's right. double the amount that we'll look at each other. <laughs> how, yeah, because we need novelty, that? and then addiction keeps in. But that's good addiction, you know, to be curious and look for novelty. If you had to watch, look at paintings, twenty, you know, twenty four seven, then it's an addiction. Yeah, that's right. I don't mm. know who's addicted to art, but there would be addiction in art collecting. There would be. Yeah. There would be. I have to acquire. I have to have it all. And by the and they don't probably look at their paintings at all. Yeah, that's right. They would have them locked away. Well, maybe. they just get bored and draw over them. <laughs> so do we think that that's what in some ways uh, has happened, that the whole nation, all of us have just become a little bored and so we keep looking? Do you, would you think that? I mean, you travel I the I, world, you, you chat with so many I people. I never thought of it that way. Oh. I think, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that you're more we're optimistic bored. than I am. I think that we don't really want to look at what's really going on in our minds, and so we create a, um, a culture of busyness. Yeah. And think it's fabulous, like people competing with each other. You busy? Am I busy? I'm busier than you are. Mm. Who's not busy? Mm. Taxi drivers? Are you busy? God forbid I say no. I'm. Re- I'm. You know. I'm not busy. Forget it. They'll throw you out of the. It's like the hairdressers, seat. isn't it? Got something special on tonight? I'm yeah. like, oh. And I go, I want to know. I'm on the West End, and they go, anything else? Yeah. It's and t- I go, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> anything too much. else? Yeah. It's actually too much what pressure. What do you want me to do? Yeah. I said to somebody, I've had a busy day. I said, I had a quadruple bypass. I'm on life support. And they went, that's fantastic. Because <laughs> it's I awesome. That they would say that. Yeah. You must be doing. So well. Oh, well. I think it's very sad. But your book is trying to get people to realise that this is happening. It's happening. Now, let's not bitch about it because it's not going to go away because we're talking about it. That's right. It's going to accelerate because that's the way the world is. So we now have to kind of consciously um, exercise our brains, like brain fitness, in order to keep up with the technology that we made. We just uh, lost the connection. Part yeah. of our brain is brilliant. The other part never really paid attention to what we were thinking. In the and first so place. we're still pond scum. You know, we're still on all four. It just didn't evolve. So what's your very, fa- in, in your book, what's your very favourite exercise that you do yourself personally? What do you? Well, I don't, what's first your... of all, cognitive and mindfulness aren't, or going to the gym aren't my idea of a good time. Yeah, but it's hard But because work. I have depression and because I want to, you know, pay it when my kids are talking to me, I would like to be able to focus that so that I practice this mind fitness. Yeah. It's not 100%. On a bad day, I'll still go on writing yeah. and talking. Yeah. But in the old days, I never, my kids asked me what they were like, and I don't know because I was on the telephone. Yeah. So now on a good day, because you practice sort of watching your thinking, you have an overview. You will never automatically have it to say, what am I doing right now? And not banging, beating yourself up because of you don't, you're not going to like what you see because um, that starts the thinking about thinking and the anxiety about anxiety. Just be anxious, okay? Accept it. We're supposed to be anxious. Yeah. But... Just watch it like a floor show. You know, like the radio's on, it's mm, playing the mm, anxiety show. Mm. You won't do it all the time. A little bit of emotional detachment almost. A little bit of detachment, but without cruelty, <laughs> is something you have to practice without yeah, right. taking out the whip. And slowing down in that way so that you have... I don't think slow down. You don't I think, think that, that if you watch yourself, you can be, ju- you know, you can be in a marathon, but you just, there's a little bit of... Um, uh, 
objectivity to say, am I burning out at this point, rather than just trying to keep up with the guy next to you, yeah. and then you're going to have a heart attack. To, so yeah. you say, where's my limit? You don't slow down. You just, well, you do shut down the computer lid. You wait till you feel back to flatline, and then when you go back into the race, just much faster, you're going to beat everybody else who's burning their cortisol out, which is a stress hormone. Yeah, so right. actually it makes you faster, but you have to watch your mind to do that. It seems to have worked for you, Ruby. I mean, you've got the most extraordinary career. I'm blown away when I was reading all about you. I've been such a fan of your work for so long. Oh, thanks. And uh, you've achieved so many different things in so many different areas. Would it have been easier if you had been playing these sort of uh, exercises or games no, all the I way back? When you're in your 20s and 30s, you're supposed to have yeah. the full turbo on. Yeah. Otherwise, everybody's going to beat you. And you have the hormones and you have the resilience to do it. It's a race. <clears throat> then, you know, at a certain point, okay, you got as far as you're going to get, and then you have the third chapter, third act in your life or fourth, or eighth, or fifteenth, uh, yeah. and then Please. you have to reinvent. And you have to think, well, what's really, you know, unless you really need to get in the factory and make money, but I had the luxury of having a lucrative career, um, I still need to work. So I thought, <clears throat> let's reinvent and do what you really, I only think the human mind is the most interesting thing. So I thought, I'll go to Oxford. Fantastic. So you know, uh, there, there really is this college there called the Kellogg Kellogg's well, it's College. Well, it's the 33rd uh, college, but it's only for um, post-grads. So can you ex explain that? We don't have something like that here. I love this concept. Of what? Different oh, oh, colleges? Yeah, in this same sort of way. We don't have this here in, in Australia. What, you just, you have Sydney University? We have Sydney, we well, have the I universities. Mean, Birmingham is Birmingham, yeah. but Cambridge and Oxford have different colleges. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Why is it fantastic? They just have beautiful buildings and so They look just, beautiful. Yeah. It looked yeah. beautiful in the features. Yeah. Do look it up, everybody, because it is worth... A Don't look at Kellogg College because it's in the new town, <laughs> but look at Christchurch or All right. look at them. That's right. that, unbelievable. Uh, so a couple of other little questions before we finish up. Uh, I did read in an interview that you had said that Fitzroy is your favourite place in Melbourne. Yeah, and oh, if ever. you talk fi fast enough, I can get over there. Yeah, you'll be able to get over there from Carlton. Listen, I've got to tell you, Carlton Carlton's is... Carlton's good. I'm Carlton's got it. coffee and books, you know. Yeah. We've got coffee and books and we've got a little fashion I'm here. I'm seeing how good it is. Yeah, yeah. But I never saw it before. Yeah. I'm going to take her on a little tour of Carlton just after this okay. interview. And, uh, and the I'll next the time... Judge. Yeah. Yeah. The next time that you hear Ruby, she might be talking about Carlton in the same way that she's talking about Fitzroy now. Uh, the other question that I know that it would be completely amiss me not to ask is, are you really friends with Dawn Fraser and Jennifer? Dawn Fraser? And, yeah. You didn't do your research. Dawn I did, French. I did. Uh, Dawn French, I'm getting yeah. all confused, yeah. yeah. Well, yes. I worked with them. I know. So, so many years. So friendships forever, like as it seems, as but it would. But if you write a series and you keep writing. And it's fab. funny. Well, we're not hysterical the whole time. Yeah. But they have the potential to make me hysterical. They have the potential to make us all hysterical yeah. with your good work. Yes, Thank it's you. because of me, they're so funny. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's take that. Make sure that's in. Yeah, keep that one. <laughs> uh, so one of the other questions that I need to ask now is... I was being ironic, by uh, the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got that. Yeah, okay. Uh, is what are you watching at the moment? 
as far as comedy? It's, no, as far as t- just TV shows. Everyone at Readings has different obsessions. Most of us, as well as reading obsessions, have television obsessions. See, we're now we're in the age of the box set. Yeah, we are. Dinner parties, no, not about pop. But on the, uh, that's the way it is. You Everyone know what says, I mean? what series are you watching yeah. now? Um, Breaking Bad was my favorite. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, and there's uh, no, uh, the killing, uh, with the uh, Danish version. You and I the have the bridge. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Danish. Yeah. Uh, the Unbreakable, Amy Schmidt. Oh, I've, oh, Tina you Fey. like Tina Fey? Yeah. Tina Fey's. I, I wasn't you so didn't into like that. No, no. Titus, you didn't like the black guy. Oh I, my! I, God. I think he's the best of it. Yeah. Well, then Thirty Rock. Oh, I like Thirty yeah. Rock. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's something called Taboo coming here. Oh my God, wait for it. Oh, really? English, yeah. And then, um, uh, you know, most of them I'm addicted to, where you just keep going, Escobar, oh. Narcos, you know, which is oh, about... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are zillions of others. We get quite drawn into the black side of it, of the world, don't we, when we watch these TV shows? I mean, obviously not the Tina Fey ones, but the sort of, you know, the bridge and Breaking Bad. Yeah. I don't have access to that sort of world in my own everyday life at all. But here I am, well, literally spending who- hours and hours. Yeah. Watching well, it. Uh, what can I say? You know, uh, they know how to do it. They do. But they do it in a healthy way, whereas advertisement, ad, adverts, are intentionally t- distracting you to show you what you'll never have. Yeah, I mean, true. a story's a story, but to show people, you know, intentionally, you know, the car you'll never drive, the clothes you'll never That's have, right. the teeth you'll never have is what's driving us nuts. Just show a normal person, okay? Yeah, that's right. In the past, there were movie stars. Everybody said, that's movie stars. Now, they're doing the cigarette ads. Yeah, it's true. Not the movie stars, but the good-looking ones. Yeah, you're right. And they should be burnt at the stake. They should, actually. Yeah. Uh, And because I'm a bookseller, I have to ask you, what are you reading now? Oh, my God. Um... Uh, well, the sell sellout was my favorite book. Yeah, and tre- now tremendous. Alice Monroe, I'm reading her. Oh, yeah, I love Alice. Uh, I love yeah. her short stories. I think she's terrific. I think she's terrific on relationships and families. Yeah, and then Jonathan Franz and my fir- the first one, Corrections, oh. also favorite, and Philip Roth. I like Dysfunctional America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If it's Irish, you know, I hear the nose flute and everybody has an abortion by page three. <laughs> That's true. Everybody. That's true. And a black eye by page nine. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, do you know what? This is all we have time for. Ruby Wax, thank you so much for coming in and sharing a little bit of your mindfulness guide for The Frazzled. Of course, we will have signed copies at readings. And to each and every one of you listening, thank you so much. To you, Ruby, to your show tonight, to your wonderful work in your writing. Thank you so, so much. Thanks. This is such a treat. Thank you. 